There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Across the UK, online and on DAB. <laughs> Badass Women's Hour XL on Talk Radio. Me, Harriet. Welcome back to Badass Women's Hour XL. It's me, Harriet Minton, Natalie Campbell, and Emma Sexton here on Talk Radio. Got so enthusiastic. So I was almost keen. introducing it when we weren't even on air. That's how keen we are. <laughs> But we're going to start with some wisdom. Bit of wisdom, Natalie Campbell. What is our first balls up this week? Our first balls up uh, comes from Emma. And she says, my boyfriend is a bit of a Kanye West. He tweets his ramblings about the breakdown of society, almost to the point of trolling society, and shares really political memes and videos on Facebook. My friends have started to delete him and it's becoming a running joke bordering on issue. What should I do? He believes he has a right to say what he thinks. I agree, but it's embarrassing and he's not in person as he portrays on social media. I mean, first of all, my boyfriend is a bit of a Kanye West is possibly the best email we've had. <laughs> Love it. Um, Emma, what do you think? Would you tell him to stop? Well, it's a bit weird that... Well, I suppose it's not weird. Lots of people do it, but his online um, rantings are not what he's like in real life, but actually... They are because even I'm if guessing he's just not a ranty person in real life. Right, he's okay. probably just completely different. Well, I like I see. I want to know what his rantings are. Right, if his rantings are educated rantings and he's putting out a perspective there that is like ca- causing a discussion, I might let him off. But if his rantings are very like I don't know, just dogmatic, not informed, not educated a bit like his pal Kanye West, <laughs> then that's not so good, is it? And like, also, why are you dating somebody like that? Like, But maybe she thought, it, you know, he, like in person, he wasn't that person. And so it wasn't until they got together and they became friends on Facebook, because actually the new rules, you don't become friends on Facebook until you're officially in a relationship, apparently. Uh, and then she saw all of the t- all of the posts about his political beliefs and maybe he's a bit of a troll. And I'm sure there are lots of people on social media that you meet in real life and they're completely fine, but they use Twitter and other platforms to be their not very nice self. Yeah, well, that's not cool. Right? And also I had a lovely friend and her other half who, you know, is... In person, lovely. Online is very, very strident. And I would say in reality, he's sort of strong in his opinions, but somehow the second those opinions get into an online forum, 
he just does not let them drop. Mm. And he, and the problem is, in that forum, there are other people that will also not let their opinions drop. So they all get together and they rant away like crazy. Yeah. Um, now, I do have another friend who very firmly told her other half that I think she her exact words were, your Twitter is making you look crazy. Stop it now or I'm leaving you. <laughs> um, and he stopped it. And I, I think there is a little bit of being honest here, which is actually, yeah. if you think it's not doing him any good... It is okay to say that. Mm -hmm. And then you have to accept what his reaction is. If he can't take it, that's fine. You decide whether you want to be with him or not. But hopefully he's a vaguely reasonable person and he'll say, actually, maybe you've got a point. Yeah, you've got to have a conversation because otherwise that's going to start festering. If she's already thinking yeah. that now and she hasn't had that chat with him, another six months of not discussing it and that is just going to come out in some really massive argument after but a glass of wine. also who wants to be the person that walks up to the party with your mates and everyone's like oh here's Jono, here's Jono <laughs> uh, you know what was that thing about such and such you know, you don't want to be that person especially if your friends think it's bordering on an issue or say you're saying things that actually offend your friends you could be you could find yourself alienated so i think emma you should talk to him uh explain how you feel and if he's that politically motivated or he's that into things tell him to write a column yeah get it published yeah. if it's that good and if it's not shut up <laughs> beautifully but uh, emma our next question so this one comes from Maria on Instagram and she said, right, badasses, I know you cover this a lot, but I want to start overhauling my life. I'm bored, bored of my job, paying expensive rent in London, rushing to the pub whenever the sun appears through fear that I won't have any beer garden pictures on my Insta feed this summer, the endless hot, cold weather combo. What steps can I take to unpack and reorganize my life so it's different and better by the end of the year? Oh, Maria. Well, Maria, you're right. We do cover this a lot. Uh, so go back and listen to some of the other shows, first of all. That'll pass on the time. Where can she find them? <laughs> oh, on acast.com forward slash badass women's hour. Lovely prompting. Thank you. Um, but I would also say, you know, if, decide what you do want. Just decide what would be the dream. Close your eyes. Visualize it. If you need to, flick through some magazines. Pull it out. Set a date. Set a deadline. Do it. Nap. Again, we talk about this a lot. I think if you really want to change your life, you have to start unpicking the things that make you feel comfortable. And this is one of the reasons why people wake up year after year and their life feels the same and they moan about it, but they never change. So you have to start changing things. So a friend of mine decided she wanted to move to Copenhagen. So she booked a flight. She booked an Airbnb for three months. She, three months. She gave up the rental on her flat and she said, worst case scenario, I know I can always come back to the life I've had because I've lived that life for the last five years. Who knows what's going to happen when I get to Copenhagen? And she got to Copenhagen. She now lives there. She's just bought a place. She's got a fabulous job. And she gave it three months. So sometimes you have to unpick what you're currently in to, to move forward into your new thing. Mm -hmm. like it. Mm. Uh, this is our next one. So this comes from Roberta on Instagram. What a great name Roberta is. Love that. Uh, I have met this amazing man, but it's really intense. He wants to hang out all the time, which at first I thought was really lovely. But now I'm wondering, is this healthy? It's lovely to have someone so keen to see me, but I wouldn't mind things slowing down a bit. How do I tell him that I don't want to see him so much without upsetting him? Oh, oh mm. well, Roberta, isn't that nice that you found someone who's like besotted with you? I think that's a nice thing. Emma, if somebody was texting you all the time, you'd 
sack them off instantly, yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah, pretty much. My commitment phone <laughs> would probably pick in a, a kick in and then uh, I'd make them run a mile. <laughs> <laughs> I think, wow, it's, you've got to have the chat though, right? You've got to be honest. If you can't have, like we were just saying earlier, that other dilemma, I just feel like the most important thing in relationships is communication yeah. and saying what you think because if you don't, these things fester and then they just come out in these they in these really, you know, ugly ways. So I think you've got to just say, look, mate, you're lovely, but I've got a life. I had a life before I met you and, you know, where's your life? <laughs> but also expectations around a relationship. So if he's someone that wants to hang out all the time and be together all the time, is that the sort of relationship he wants to be in? And if you were to say, let's say, get married, does he expect you to spend seven days a week together? Would it be OK for you to go away on a week long girls holiday? How does he feel about that? And watch for his reactions. And if he's like, oh, what a week? So there's signs there. Any guy that wouldn't let you go away and spend time without him... For me, it's too intense. You might like, some women might really, really love that and never want to be apart from the person that they're with. But if you're already feeling a bit smothered and a bit crowded in, ask these questions and ask them honestly and say, look, I'm looking at our compatibility. I like to do things and come together when we should be together. But this being together 24 seven is too much. Mm. Yeah, and you've just got to tell them. I like that. Being together 24 seven, it's a bit much. And it is for anyone, I think. Uh, Nat. Next question. So this is from Monica and she says, I have just quit my job to turn my side hustle into a full-time gig. Any advice to help me through these first few months? It's exciting, but very scary. Have a backup plan. Find some people who are doing the same thing and ask them how they're doing. Um, have somewhere to go that isn't just your bedroom. Yeah. It's lovely to work from, from bed for like the first week and then it just gets very odd. <laughs> And uh, set yourself some goals. That's what I would say. Emma? Yeah, well, I think there's one very important thing that I didn't pay enough attention to in my first year of business, and that is really understand the audience that you're trying to sell to because you can't make any money unless you really understand mm -hmm. what problem you're solving and what you should be charging for it. And I definitely didn't do enough of that in the first year of my business. Zana's advice was networks. Mm. Find people that are doing similar things to you, running businesses that are connected to yours, people that can put you into a new network to find customers or that you can get feedback from because it can get very lonely. Um, and be nice. Be nice to people. So if you're out there selling and someone says something you don't like, smile. It's not for them. Walk away. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, actually, that reminds me of a really lovely piece of advice I was given when I first went freelance from my friend Charlotte. And she said, spend three months just having coffees. Mm. Right? Just go for as many coffees as you possibly can with as many people as you possibly can. Tell them about what you're doing. Ask them what they're doing and build, build, build those networks. And that was really nice because it sort of, for me, took the pressure off. It wasn't about having achieved this huge sales target or done all these things. It was just how many people can I go and have a nice coffee with? Yeah, I think that's good. Also, your advice, H, earlier about just surrounding yourself by other people doing something similar is really important because you, otherwise you just get you don't get a sense of how far you're actually moving without having conversations with other people in a similar scenario to you, you know. And also when you're having a really tough day, you've got a good squad to kind of check in with. Mm. Yeah. Uh, next problem, uh, Emma. Uh, so mine comes from Kelly via Instagram. She says, 
after what seems like a million years of dating disasters and continually picking the wrong man, I finally decided I needed to sort myself out. So started seeing a therapist. I think it's really good for me, but it's also intense. I know you've talked about doing therapy before. How did you get through it? Oh, Kelly. I like the fact that you've gone to therapy mm. to kind because of, you you know I don't know I just learned a lot when I look back at my relationships and I could start to see mm-hmm. patterns but I think I think this is why people don't go to therapists because initially scary it's scary and you're gonna have to just deal with some of this stuff that you've not dealt with that you've been you know tucking away somewhere that feels really painful to bring out but god it's life-changing when you do right mm, most definitely um <sighs> You're going to have to get comfortable with it, with being uncomfortable. And I think a lot of people that I know that go to therapy, and me too, they find, and I found, talking about yourself for an hour hard, exhausting. It feels indulgent to just talk about yourself. And that's the intensity, because the reality is of it is, is that when you're out and about... Um, if you're not a narcissist, you tend to share a conversation. (laughs) And so sitting there and just having someone intently listening to you and asking you questions feels indulgent and intense, especially when they're asking probing questions. So you kind of just have to get used to that. And if you're paying for it, you know, it's a luxury. It's a luxury. Enjoy it. Yeah, I agree. And now's the time to ramp up that horrendous phrase, self-care. So actually work out for you what is self-care it do you know people mock it being a glass of wine if it's glass of wine that's fine if after your therapy session you need a glass of wine that is okay probably not if you need a bottle that's something to talk to your therapist about but glass is fine is it having a bath is it about actually saying dearest friend i love you but i cannot see you right now Mm. about taking time for yourself or being with people work out what it is that makes you feel good And then make sure you are putting as much of that into your time right now as you possibly can. Um, As Nat said, therapy is indulgent. It is indulgent and it can feel self-centered. But if you're doing it, go the whole hog. Be completely self-centered for this period of time so that you can actually give more back later on. That's what it's about. Uh, And then our final question. Our final question it is. It is. It is from Nita on Twitter. And she says, I work with a man in his 50s. He's been at the company forever, doing the same job, and he's considered a bit of an institution. I think he's a nice guy and his heart's in the right place, but he makes a lot of sexist remarks. They're not offensive as such, but they're deeply old-fashioned. He'll ask whether I found a nice man yet, talk about the girls in the office, and will happily admit that he doesn't think mothers should work. Everyone just ignores him or tells him not to be so silly, but I'm bored of it and also aware that at some point we might employ someone who doesn't think it's funny and actually takes action against him. How can I bring him into the 21st century? Great question, Nita. That is loaded with complications, though. Mm, Emma, what would you think? Like, Do you know what? I don't... Oh, my God. I don't know if I've got any wisdom for this. Like, this is a tough one, isn't it? Because there's a generation thing... I've had it before and and I've just kind of quit some of these conversations because I just feel like I can't change somebody's mind who's in their 50s, who's been conditioned by years of what's been seen as normality. You know, you can go round and round in circles, but, you know, Nita's right. You've got to change it, haven't you? But I don't know. Do you need to get more people in the office to kind of start to point out that what he's saying is not socially acceptable? Like, how do you do it in a way where you're not just ganging up on him? Can you do it, Nat? Is is there a phrase we could use? 
sexist pig. <laughs> I did many years yeah. ago when I was growing up. My mum used to give my dad little pigs to remind <laughs> him of what did chauvinist you? pig he was. Now that's a good that's idea. That's one way. That is a good idea. <laughs> so as you were talking, I was thinking, if right, if this guy in his 50s is the CEO and you're not saying there is a problem, if this guy is the accountant or the FD, you've got a problem because he probably doesn't think it's worth paying women the same amount of money as men. Oh, that's a good point. Um, and so actually these small comments have big behavioural and systemic issues within the organisation. But I think we all know guys like this and they are, there's a sense of you that is like, this is harmless. And you know that if you tell them, they will be mortified. And by trying to fix it, they will probably get themselves into even more of a muddle and then not say anything. And then they won't be themselves. And the spark and the thing that makes them so nice then disappears because they just don't know what to say. And so it is really, really hard. And so I don't think it should be a younger generation that speaks to him. I think you need to find someone of the same age in his, in the organisation. Uh, you know, is there a man that of the same generation that gets it, that could talk to him in a way that is going to resonate? Because if you say it, uh, I just don't think it will land as you want it to. I've got an idea. Get him the Futurist Female t-shirt as a secret Santa present. But th- I think it. he's the sort of guy, he would wear it. <laughs> he probably and he'd would, wear he? it proudly. Yeah, he would. Uh, because the, the connection isn't the same. There is nothing in this man's body that would make him want to do anything harmful to a woman. It's just he has a, a, a value set and a way of thinking that's based on how he was socialised. But then isn't that indirectly harmful for women? It It is, but malice is what I'm looking for. There's right. no malice. Uh, so he would wear the T-shirt proudly and say, look, I'm supporting the girls not knowing that actually the ingrained way of thinking is not supporting the girls. Mm. It's about intent and impact, isn't it? And maybe that's it. Maybe it's about talking to him about his impact on you. And you have to do that so nicely and just say, you know, every time you call me the girls, I feel like I'm five again. And if that's what it is, tell him what the impact is, I think. But also if he's in his 50s, I'm not entirely sure you're going to be able to teach this dog a new trick. But so I agree with you, but I equally think if she uses the language to the girls around him and says it's not okay for him to say, when she, he mm-hmm. hears her saying, he's going to be like, but I thought I couldn't say that. He'll be confused. And so I don't think it's her job to communicate this to him. It's the job of a senior, of another male colleague of a senior age to communicate this. Let us know how you get on. We'd love to hear what you do about it. One, two, three, four. This has been Badass Women's Hours, Badass Bulls Ups. If you enjoyed it, do you know what you should do? Rate, review and subscribe. Five stars, please. And of course, if you've got a problem you want our advice on, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the socials at Badass Women's Hour. HR at Badass Women's Hour. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.